What up? Welcome back to Life's a Podcast, hosted by Jack Fanning. Um, and today I'm just uh, joined by one person, um, pretty awesome person, though, I'd like to say. I'd like to welcome to the show, Mr. Matt Dubach. Dubach, good to have you on the show, buddy. How's it going? I appreciate it. Very, very warm intro. Yeah, man. It's uh, it. good to have you on. This is something we, I've been, you, you're, on, you're on the short list of guests that I wanted to have on the show for a while now, and I'm, I'm glad I could get my feet wet and then really get to the big leagues and have a guest like you on the show. So I'm very excited for today. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to rip into it. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, man. Um, first off, so this has been like a, a little theme for the show that we've been doing a few, uh, few weeks from now. Um, what are you drinking? What do you got in hand? Um, I'll start off. I got the, um, I have a dogfish head 60 minute IPA. Um, shout out to all my IPA people. I'm not a huge IPA guy. It's kind of coming, you know, into my uh, arsenal, if you will, IPAs yeah. are, but um, I've had that one a few times. It's kind of a commonplace IPA, but I like it. It's pretty good. It's definitely um, something to sip on for sure. So what do you got? Well, uh, I got a sour monkey. Uh, Ooh, love that. I've been, I've been really getting into these, dude. Um, they are 9.5, so they, they can really oh, sneak I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like a wine beer. Like It's, it's very dangerous, um, but it's one of my favorites. I love a sour beer. Um, I'm starting to kind of branch out a little bit, but I might need to try dogwood, dude. Those, those actually I've heard they're are pretty good. So yeah, they're um, pretty common to find too. So definitely check it. I I like it. It's pretty nothing crazy IPA. It's only six percent too. Like it's not. Oh, that's not bad. Not crazy at all. Comparatively, it's just <laughs> I know you got. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. What's uh? How, how's your summer been? How's how is quarantine? Um, any, anything of note, I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but I like putting people on the spot. Any, any yeah. notable stories been telling a few like, uh, crazy work stories on the show recently. So if you have anything that comes to mind right away, um, feel free to let her rip. But, um, if not, we can just jump right into what we want to talk to, but yeah. How's well, summer been? What you doing? You know, it's, it's been well, you know, Corona obviously kind of messed things up. Um, just a little bit. So, yeah. So I was actually supposed to do accounting work for, an HVAC company, an air conditioning company, but uh, they decided to drop their internship program. And so now I am managing a pool. It's the best job I could scrounge up. Um, okay. but it's pretty good pay. Um, staff is very easy to work with. Uh, crazy stories. Um, I mean, other than having a kid puke in the pool a couple weeks ago, <laughs> that's about it, dude. Like it's, it's been kind Did of you dry. Do for that? Did I get a what? Wait, like, were you on cleanup duty for that? Oh yeah, no, oh, for yeah. sure. No, none of my guards wanted to do it, so I was like, okay, well, thank you. <laughs> um, really showing the management some respect around here. Uh, but no, yeah, it's it's been good. I've been trying to get down to South Carolina a lot uh, to see a lot of my buddies. So, um, been a lot of you know doing a lot of traveling, going to Hilton Head tomorrow. Um, so it should okay. be a good time. Actually, get a vacation, uh, which is very refreshing. So, um, nice. not really anything crazy. Um, if I think of anything by the end of the show, I'll be sure to mention it. Though. Yeah. Chime on in whenever this is, uh, I mean, we have a few things laid out for the show, but let her rip. If you got something like I, I've been telling just stories I work at a brunch place on the Velas in any recent episodes. And, um, I've just yeah, seen a lot yeah, of weird yeah. shit. Um, I, um, I, I'll, I'll say this to the, to the audience who's been following the few that are, um, I witnessed like a few weeks ago, a, uh, a, Hey, you want to get out of here kind of bar pickup. And I'm at a brunch place. Keep in mind, it's at 11 in the morning. I witnessed this. Um, it was wow. hilarious. I, I don't know, like four or five days ago, um, watched a woman, probably mid thirties 
do the old napkin on napkin phone number write down hand it to a guy i don't know this guy was 70 it could have been his last meal ever for all we know <laughs> like it th- dude there was at least a 30 year gap and we were like what the fuck was that did we is that what i think it is and we're like mm-hmm. that was, was that definitely what it was <laughs> no, dude they were just having their that's, eggs that's and then crazy. i don't know man they were just talking at the bar because we have a bar there and serving alcohol and i don't know man stuff I happens hope- at a I hope I never reach that point in my life where where I just have to pick up people at brunch. <laughs> it yeah, just seems like it a was, hopeless place. It's been pretty uh, pretty tough to watch. Not gonna lie, like especially when like because we have um real quick a, a restriction. I mean, very restricting. You can only get beer and mimosas before ten o'clock in the morning. Um, I mean, so we'll have people sitting at, sitting at the bar just waiting to get shots. And I'm just like, like, hey, let me get a uh, Patron Silver. And I'm like, with your eggs? Okay. <laughs> and like, it's a Sunday, sure enough, dude. Sure enough, it's like 9.59. They're sitting there like, okay, 10 o'clock. I'll take it. Like, and yeah, it's tough. Wow. But hey, man, I mean. Welcome to Myrtle Beach. Yeah, yeah dude, it's, it's Welcome stuff. to my home. It's lovely. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, the people watching yeah, is just unreal at this place. I mean, anywhere in Myrtle Beach, but. No, yeah, yeah you sit on the beach and, and you see all kinds of characters. You could probably sit out all day there. Yeah, it's just watch like them a field go by. Day. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I thought I'd share that. It was it was a little just like I don't know. It was alarming to see, especially with the age, clear age. Like this guy had a hard time hearing this woman, and still she was like, "Here is my number." And I was Maybe like, that's why what? she wrote it down. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Here, so you don't forget." Like that's what she said. He's like, "Huh?" <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Was, I got something on my straight. face. Just <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a, a lot of weird work stories I got. I guess I don't know. Um, yeah, man, we're uh, we're both uh, wanting to talk some music today. We um, yes, 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 yes. I'm I'm a big music fan. I I made this note of note on um a few shows. I have yet to kind of do a big music show. Actually, now that I think about it, I've done a few shows where I talk about um concerts and like uh, that and i've i've sprinkled in a few little segments but i have yet mm-hmm. to do a a music sit down slash dissection or just i don't know unloading and i, I have many episodes to come but this will be the first of many so we have kind of the open open field and open uh thing so um i think one of the biggest things we wanted to hit on today um actually something a bit out of my realm like i um it's not necessarily in my day-to-day use uh, is uh, SoundCloud. I am um, the popular music streaming service, right? It, it, streaming service, of course, yeah. And um, yeah, uh, this is something that you you actually presented an idea uh, to talk about this with me. And um, I knew we wanted to talk about music, but um, I was very excited mm-hmm. whenever you presented this because um, I've actually had a lot of thoughts about SoundCloud itself and not even thinking that about SoundCloud specifically, just music streaming in general. Um, yeah. more on the yeah. SoundCloud platform. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you have anything that you want to jump off to start this with, but um, I think the whole central theme that we're going to kick off with is, I don't know, just, yeah, streaming and, and SoundCloud and whatnot. So I don't know, I'll let you, t- I'll, I'll let you take the floor um, if you would like. Yeah, for sure. So um, I did want to discuss this because actually not a lot of people know the impact of SoundCloud. Um and a lot of people just kind of write it off as just like kind of some third party streaming um, application that, you know, they get when they can't find a song on Spotify or Apple Music, they just go to SoundCloud and they search it up. But 
actually it, it it's super influential it was personally super influential in my life um i that was soundcloud was probably the main streaming service that i used when i was in high school actually um okay. that was before soundcloud go that was before all the premium stuff came out so you could listen to whatever you wanted yeah um and for those of you in my class uh i actually put something out on soundcloud uh That's my right. freshman year uh, if you do remember, but that's not we're gonna what, what we're gonna talk about today. <laughs> and cue um, the track. Here we go. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, so yeah, so SoundCloud. It was originally made um, by a Swedish group in 2007, and so SoundCloud was essentially made so that producers and songwriters and artists could link virtually, so that they didn't have to be in a the same physical location together, you know, be on a phone or whatever. And so they could actually make music over the internet and it would actually mm-hmm. be good. It would be production worthy. It would be, you know, a, a one available to the masses, first of all. Yeah. Um, and second of all, it would be complete. It would be um, authentic. Yeah. The like, so um, SoundCloud, it's, it's had a huge impact. Um, probably all over the world because you can find beats on there. You can find um, unreleased tracks from artists. You can find artists who are on the come up right now. Um, you can put your own stuff on there. So really it's just a mod podge of everything, which is yeah. actually really beautiful if you know how to navigate it. Um, yes. Which is why I personally, you know, I want people to kind of invest a little bit of themselves into it because if you love music as much as I do and as much as you do, um, then you're going to be constantly trying to find that next new new song, that next new hit um, that you really vibe with. So um, I did want to list just a couple of artists that you know are in the music uh, industry now that are currently like super successful, who all yeah. started from SoundCloud. So listen to this list. Hit us. Let's hear it. Post Malone, XXX, Billie Eilish, Kehlani. Lil Uzi Vert, Travis Scott, Trippy Red, Lil Skies, Playboy Cardi, 21 Savage, Kodak Black, A Boogie with a Hoodie, Lil Dicky, Rich the Kid, Lil Baby, Lil Mosey, Rush, Jack Harlow, Megan Thee Stallion, and the list goes on. It, it is crazy yeah. how many artists have just put their stuff out there. And it, it's mainly just to attract attention from labels um, because SoundCloud is probably one of the most frequently used um, streaming platforms that is free for everybody i mean you do not have to pay a cent to put anything on there and your track can blow up like crazy um now with that being said soundcloud does have some deals with major labels um i think oh, I, I know that it. okay yeah so they had they do have some deals with major labels just um to get funding they gave up some of their equity um yeah. so you know tit for tat but um also with that being said SoundCloud did almost lose funding in 2017. And I think a lot of people may have heard this, um, but Chance the Rapper came in and saved the day because SoundCloud was about to go under and their CEO got a call from Chance. And now keep in mind, Chance had already put out Acid Rap. So Mm -hmm. his whole Acid Rap album was on there. It was one of the only platforms that it was on, wasn't on Spotify, wasn't on Apple Music. And so that was the main way that his listeners were getting his music so chance actually gave um the ceo of soundcloud a call and this is right when they were about to shut everything down they were laying off workers left and right um 
And immediately after that phone call, the CEO of SoundCloud tweeted out, SoundCloud is not going anywhere. Your music is safe. And from then on, oh shit, there's been no worries. We don't really know what happened. There's a lot of conspiracies. Cons- I'm sure you know, it was a, I've it. helped you, you helped me type thing. Yes. Um, and from then on, actually, Chance has kind of been the poster child of SoundCloud. Yeah, so, I mean, like, uh, for a bit of, like, backstory for those who aren't, like, huge Chance people, like, and even for myself, I, so my my experience with SoundCloud has been this weird, like, back and forth, and that sounds, like, very, like, deep, but it's not. It's just the way it, it has been. So um, I got into SoundCloud because a friend in high school, early high school, told me about Chance the Rapper, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it. Like, and I was like 14 at the time. Like I wasn't really um, in tune with what I liked in music. I kind of listened to a lot of just whatever was popular. And and if that didn't even listen to music, like I didn't even have Spotify back then. I think I had uh, SoundCloud before I had Spotify. Um, and so I was still like, I think I was still buying songs off Apple, like for 99 cents. Like yeah, I was not, yeah. or like illegally downloading it from uh, YouTube or whatever. Right. Um, so I just wasn't listening to a lot of music. And um, I was like, holy shit, this this whole service and SoundCloud was like this free thing. Um, it kind of reminded me of like, um, I, I never had this because I, I knew something was up. But you remember like LimeWire and all that shit when we were like, yes, in I like do. fourth, fifth grade that you could get yeah. all the free music. And it was yeah. like it was somehow like super illegal. <laughs> yeah, super illegal. Super but illegal. like you could have it for a little bit. Um, kid, so yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, there's no way this is legit. But I, I don't know. I went with it and. Um, yeah, I listen to both um, 10 Day and Acid Rap on SoundCloud all the time. And I love Chance the Rapper. And uh, I like to think of myself as one of the earlier um, fans of his to a degree. I, I, was, I came out like, I think I remember, yeah, it was like a week after Acid Rap came out or something like that. Nice. Um, okay. And OG. so, uh, yeah, and I, I've always, you know, loved Chance since and I don't know about now. But anyways, uh yeah, SoundCloud was this was this thing that I, I was like, this is pretty cool. Like you can, you know, like you said, final. I was finding a few like tracks here and there of artists I like, but then still I wasn't really listening to a ton of music. So, um, yeah, I did not know that that Chance the Rapper did that, but it, it makes perfect sense because I think, at least to my knowledge, he was the first rapper that I was like that I kind of saw the full. Um, birth of a full career. Like I remember when Coloring Book re- released, people were like, "Oh, Chance the Rapper." And I was like, "Y'all have been <laughs> delayed on this for like four years now." Like I, I've been like, on. <laughs> y'all are y'all are late as hell yeah. to this. Like this is yeah. like this dude is awesome, and like it's you know I don't know. It's so um, I was very unaware of the fact that it was this like breeding ground for opportunities because you know social media and music and all of what you know the 21st century has been is just like opportunities within the media it's a growing thing and so um i mean even like like so so back then it was kind of this like unheard of thing was to just like out of nowhere i don't know i feel like it just has progressively gotten more of like an acceptable way of becoming mainstream is just putting your shit out there and then all of a sudden um you're you're out of nowhere you have a, a billion streams whereas like yeah. um like the origin story of how like kanye west became famous i talked about this in a little bit in my kanye episode yeah um, yeah, yeah, yeah he like I, i'm pretty sure he like knew someone who knew someone who knew uh, a recording artist or a, a um 
like a, a producer and like yeah. he would just like hang out outside the studio every day and, and then he was able to come in for a few sessions like it was kind of that way of how a lot of like getting a job is now is like you just kind of needed to know someone um mm-hmm. to a degree i'm sure there was still like things where people got lucky but yeah. um, now this there's this whole thing of just like the soundcloud rapper culture is now like this totally acceptable thing which is great like it's so awesome that so many other people th- who otherwise wouldn't have an opportunity to become famous and successful um, now have this very easy platform that they can just put all their shit on. And all of a sudden it's up for people to easily have rather than like, you know, passing out CDs like it was back then. Yeah. Like it, I mean, you see in, and one of my favorite songs off acid rap is juice. Mm -hmm. Juice is probably by far the the, favorite one. Juice is great. Um, And so, and actually in his music video, there's, there's people actually selling mixtapes on the street in New York, uh, hmm. like in, in the back. Remember that. Um, but yeah, so th- it, it's revolutionary, really. And one of the best things about SoundCloud is that you don't make a cent off the music you put on there. So you can't get copyright infringed upon, yeah. or you can't, you know, be subject to, you know, the legality of it. And that's why that's where the real creativity starts flowing because you'll find remix after remix after remix after remix of all these songs. Mm-hmm. And some of them are good, some of them are bomb, and that that's really where you have to yeah. kind of sift through, you know, what is good and what is not. And it, it's 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 honestly where I discovered how to search through music um, because mm. nowadays there's there's so many genres. There's so many subgenres. There's so many people with, you know, their different ways of, um, I guess, expressing themselves through music. And so there's, there's really no, the, the lines are being blurred between hip hop and R and B and alternative. I mean, you, you can tell at, at this point the market's just getting so flooded, especially during quarantine. There's so much music coming out. Um, so with that being said, you know, it, it's really important to have the skill to know what you like, but mm-hmm. also know how to navigate these streaming options, know how to navigate Spotify, know how to navigate um, SoundCloud, know how to navigate Apple Music, and so that you can actually go and find whatever you're looking for as opposed to just looking through bullshit, you know? Yeah. So that's also one of the really good skills that, that SoundCloud taught me is that, you know, it, it takes time. But but I promise you, you're going to find that right track that you're looking for. You're going to find that that new kind of feel that you're looking for. So, yeah. So let me ask you this real quick Um, with all of what we said about how like spot or excuse me, SoundCloud is a it's an open market. Anyone can flood it. Like you said, you have a hit single on, on your SoundCloud, apparently. That, oh, yeah, um, I do. Yeah. Again, cue the track, cue the track. No, <laughs> I'm going to get that audio file for post-editing, all right? Yeah, yeah um, that's the outro, yeah. <laughs> I need new outro music. Um, so with that, you know, the first thing that came to mind whenever we were planning for this show is um, what is it? Is, is there a world in which SoundCloud is too flooded? Because I'm, a, I, you know, um, rap music, R&B music isn't necessarily what I um, strive to listen to on a day-to-day basis. I just have my specific artists that I kind of go to here and there. Um, but with that, on SoundCloud, I've found a few remixes that I'm like, oh, this is really good. I like this a lot. And that's been like the device that I've used is obviously SoundCloud. Um, but 
I have noticed every time I've gone on it in the years since the 2013, 2012 chance, the rapper young Jack listening to it. Um, it's a bit overcrowded and I've, I've seen, I'm seeing um, some of my favorite like uh, sport, you know, athletes, you know, making albums and putting that on SoundCloud or like, yeah. it's just, it's, it's kind of seems like it's this, I don't know, this market that's, um, like you said, hard to navigate. And I don't know, I, I feel like there also can can be some some other artists that are um, falling through the cracks even still. Like, uh, do you see a world in which, like, or is it just so big now, SoundCloud, compared to seven, eight years ago to where they will be found if they're that good, if that makes sense? Because, well, you, you know, SoundCloud rappers are so, like, you know, those come in waves now compared to what they did back then. But is it be, was it because there was so little on the market? Like, you know what I mean? Is Chance yeah. who Chance yeah, yeah, yeah. is now if, if Acid Rap comes out right now? Well, okay. So I think that plays into the whole culture of the music industry then. Because SoundCloud, um, since it, it was and still is one of its, you know, one of a kind, uh, just as far as its options and, and streaming capability and, you know, ability to put out creativity, it's very difficult now because, you know, you see all these artists like Drake, you know, creating his own label, OVO, um, mm-hmm. Jake Cole with Dreamville. You know, these labels are looking for fresh new talent to bring in capital. So it's fair. Yeah. It, it, it's really a matter of, you know, when you talk about, you know, who's getting passed over and who isn't, um, it's kind of hard to get past, get passed over if you have the talent for it now. Yeah. Um, I agree. And, and granted, Probably there there are a couple other streaming options that are a little less orthodox that you know you can you can uh, use, but I don't know. It depends because if if SoundCloud does get overcrowded, um, there has to be some way of policing it. Yeah, and I can't see SoundCloud doing that, um, especially with tracks that you know have just like a couple thousand streams as opposed to the ones that have hundreds of thousands or millions of streams. Um, now, with that being said, there's a ton of bullshit on there. I yeah. mean, there are just people putting just audio files of, this, of them just talking. And that's, that's not worth anything. That's not worth my time. That's not worth your time. So as you as you're on a podcast that we just talk. <laughs> yeah, don't put this on SoundCloud, dude. Don't. <laughs> um, but with that being said, I mean, I think it can get overcrowded for sure. Um, but then again, I mean, you see, you know, there are people on Spotify that have less than a thousand streams as well, but mm-hmm. they're they're still on there, right? Yeah. Um, so I th- I think it really matters as to, you know, if you're good, if you have talent, if there's an audience for your music, and somebody finds it and shares it with their friend, shares it with their friend, shares it with their friend it's going to blow up and you're going to kind of get lifted out of, out of the swamp a little bit, you yeah. know, and then you're going to gain recognition, gain, gain a following. So I don't know. I feel like there's a ton of bullshit on there. I mean, I, I've seen tracks from like up to t- 10 years ago that are just horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but at, the, at that point it's like, okay, at what point do we mute the creativity or what we yeah. consider creativity? What, at what point do we, or does SoundCloud, you know, say like, okay, this is not worth anybody's time. 
So I don't know. It, it really depends. Um, and I guess that's something we're going to have to wait to see on, you know, in the future. Yeah. So what do you think about, like, I, I looked on it yesterday. I was going through all my old SoundCloud stuff. Um, what do you think of like the SoundCloud go and all that with like, um, I saw, like I, I was looking through some like big bands and whatnot, like, and seeing if they were on SoundCloud and they are, but like not technically speaking, it's like oh, yeah, you can get a 30 second clip. And yeah. Then you so, and that kind of hurt me because like, I remembered, um, when I was younger that like SoundCloud, like I would search, like, let's use like Kanye West, for example, like, you know, there would be a few like remixes and that, that would be yeah. it. Like it would just be straight up remixes, like nothing mm-hmm. original. Um, and if it was, which um, I don't know if you remember this, but you remember, um, remember the song facts off life of Pablo. Yes, I do. It was originally only leaked on SoundCloud and yeah, the current version on the album is, is a, um, it's not the same it's edit. It's a remix. Yeah. yeah. It's not the original yeah. cut. Okay. I'm not sure if it was, Someone that he like hired yeah. to remix it, but uh, I remember being pissed because I love the original SoundCloud version. I yes. still think it's better. Yep. Yep. Um, so yeah, like that. I feel like to a degree is kind of I don't know from just my outsider total. I, I like I'm like one of the last people that should take on this, but just from my initial like glance at it, I don't know. It seemed like it was. Um, they they were slowly eking towards like having to be like, all right, if you want, like if you want to use this as your sole use of music, open, open your wallet, open up the open, open up the your, open up the open wallet, up the yeah. State. And it, I looked at it as a thing that like it can't be the only like yeah. So is there a world in which like it's its own big thing if that makes sense? Like there's Spotify and Apple Music, and I feel like there's a tier below, and then it's SoundCloud just because of you know in, in also but also in a way it can be it's its own thing like so it can be people's okay. only main thing of music you know what i mean so like as in like um, a mainstreaming option yeah like go to just immediately i almost i think that they could have that if they maybe just went with like the route of like what spotify does if you don't pay for it how you can like yeah, shuffle on like an artist or whatever yeah. yeah um but then again like yeah then you're almost inviting people to want want to pay for it. Like, I don't think people are going to SoundCloud to listen to like, you know, classic rock from the '80s and whatnot. Like, that's not yeah, what it's intended for. On SoundCloud, that's, yeah. You know, but yeah. if I think if they, I don't know. I, I every every in, in the end, every company, it's all about money, right? And yes, SoundCloud, exactly. I'm sure of all companies, is like very weary of their financial steadiness after almost losing it according to you so like i don't want to see a world in which it's like all right pay three bucks a month and you can have acid rap back like no (laughs) no that's horrible i don't think i don't think it'll happen it's just i seeing the soundcloud go i was like ooh, they might be on the path for that somehow i don't know how they definitely are they they have to be especially if they're going to compete with spotify sound or spotify apple music uh, even title. I mean, title is yeah. one of the title, very fucking title, man. Yeah, thanks, Kanye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> For real. But I, they definitely are very aware of what they experienced about four years ago, and they also know that there are not many chance the rappers in the world to come and bail their ass out. Yeah. 
So I don't know. It, it, it comes to a point where, you know, you have all this creativity in one hand, but you have to pay people <laughs> in yeah. the other hand. And, and it's it, growing. Like it's a it, great it, thing that it's growing. Yes, exactly. And so I guess that's why there's ads, but ads can only pay for so much. So it comes to, mm-hmm. to a point where, you know, creativity is going up, but at what point is your financial need going up? Where does that point meet? And where, where can both of those cap? So honestly, I do not see SoundCloud competing with Spotify and Apple Music in any way, unfortunately, um, just as far as a mainstreaming platform. Um, but all, that's mainly because of their interface. Um, Spotify and Apple Music are super easy to use as far as their interface. SoundCloud, yeah. you kind of have to sift through, you know, you, you you have to click to go to your like songs and you have to actually start a radio station to find new music. Mm-hmm. Like there aren't playlists made for you like Spotify does. Um, so I don't know. I feel like SoundCloud has been behind the curve and will always be behind the curve. And that makes me so sad. <laughs> but, but I feel like they're that- also kind of ahead of the curve in, in the sense of like, they've really forced Apple and Spotify's hand into feeding the and spoon feeding these people all their consumers like easy playlists that it's like here you can find 30 new songs see if you like them like whereas like that was like the original version of how song like that's what soundcloud was was just like all right here we go i'm gonna try to find this weird remix of this rapper that i like dump it in front of you this overload of it's sifted through that lego bin when you were a kid like all right i gotta find this one piece like (laughs) where's the where's the four by two where's (laughs) yeah exactly yes exactly okay okay i see where you're coming from and i think as far as creativity goes soundcloud definitely tops both apple and spotify just because you know they apple and spotify you have to actually apply to get your music put on there like i have a couple mm-hmm. buddies from raleigh um i don't know if you've uh heard of them before but zach cocos um is one of my good buddies and i mean he puts out some some pretty good stuff you know he he can do r&b and hip-hop but i mean he had to apply and he had to wait for a while you yeah. know to actually get accepted to be on spotify as a legitimate artist whereas soundcloud and you can be a dummy with the mic and two sticks and you can put hey man put, at me next time <laughs> yeah i mean you can put you can put music on there regardless of who you are what you make yeah um so i think in that way i mean soundcloud is much more open-minded and, and honestly it's much more to their roots i mean it's much more european of them as opposed to you know the capitalist american yeah. services where it's just more like you know you gotta pay yeah, but exactly. we'll give you some, you know. So, so let me ask you this in regards to what you said about your friend and all that, because this is something that I, I dealt with personally, internally, at least when when coming to um, the uh, birth of this podcast is um, I wanted to check all the boxes of like the, um, the legitimacy, at least of it. Right. Like yeah. I wanted to make sure I was I was equipped. Literally, like I had the right equipment for it. And mm-hmm. Um, I, I knew how to record the best for me and, you know, how was I going to do this during a pandemic, like without having that person that, you know, someone in person a lot of the time. Um, and so it was just constant days on days of research and thinking. And, and, um, one of the biggest things I wanted to kind of hurdle through was 
not being on SoundCloud because I, since like my junior year of high school, have known like at least three or four people or groups of people that have had podcasts and they've been on Spotify or, or excuse me, SoundCloud or YouTube. And, you know, like most 17 year olds podcasts and whatever, it like fizzled out and like no one really gave a shit. And not saying that anyone gives a shit about mine because I'm on Spotify and Apple, but I was like, okay, I at least need to like make sure that, or at least I personally want to make sure that this is a thing that people, at least from the outside, can take it seriously. Because this is not something, this is not a show that you should take seriously. But um, I know that people like the aesthetic of things, right? Yeah. They're much more likely to click on a Spotify link than a YouTube link for a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. because it's easier and also listening to shit on YouTube is, an, is a bitch and yeah. a lot of people don't have SoundCloud and so when it came to curating this podcast I that was like the biggest thing and hoop I wanted to jump through was how can I get this show on here on Apple and Spotify and it, it did it took like it took Apple was pretty quick I think I remember it it was like only four or five days and then I got approved yeah. but Spotify took like three weeks and I finally got that email I was like yeah. holy shit like I'm so happy like yeah. and not that I had anything to worry about it was just like I had to jump through a lot of hoops and I had to you know oh yeah legitimize yeah. it to a degree and I had to make sure yeah. I had an episode recorded and it was a little stressful and um but I think it was worth it for me because um the shareability of it was is a lot easier for people um so yeah you know circling back um the legitimacy of soundcloud like if someone were to say so like say like okay so out of that list that you named of all those huge artists um right like post malone i guess being the biggest i don't off the top of my head if i remember like say he say he's decided to just stay on soundcloud like is 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 he able to financially stuff aside, right? Saying everyone, yeah. let's say everyone makes the same amount of money. Right. Like, is his music held to the same regard as it is today? You know, that's a good question. <laughs> I might have to wave the white flag on that one, Jack Fanning. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to stump no, you. No, no, no. I'm, I'm a pro SoundCloud person. This is just us yeah. to talk about because. Like, I almost like, but also you could look at this. I think ever since Chance has gone on the mainstream platforms, his it's I don't like his music as much. It's not as like much of like a a personal thing that I'm like, oh, this is like my thing. And then great for him, he's making more money. But like, yeah. and also it's on him. I don't think he's made that great of, in the last album. A coloring book was pretty good, but yeah. um, like well, I um. I am super glad that both Acid Rap and Ten Day are now on those mainstream services. That's for damn sure. But yeah. um, I don't know. I I, I, I liked. I'd like for there to be a world in which someone could just live off of SoundCloud. But I don't know. I, I don't know if it's something because you, you use SoundCloud a lot more than I do. So that's why I, I yes. posed the question to you. Yeah. So here, I guess what you're asking is what you're asking about the actual essence of an artist, I guess, because if you, if you level out all the financials, you know, all the clout or whatever, um, if you, if you just have a level playing field, 
that's what SoundCloud is. Nobody's getting paid. Nobody has that's true. Yeah. Nobody has any. You know, they're not starting out with a following. Are you kidding me? I mean, they're these starting out. These are just kids, just putting out. You know, just stuff they love to create. But in an essence, that, that's what makes SoundCloud so awesome. Is is everything is raw. Everything is unedited. You know, these are true feelings that these guys are getting put through. They're not affected by the music industry and not affected by the norm. And that's why they're picked up in the first place is because they do have potential to develop into something more. So with that being said, I think it's more about, you know, storytelling, I guess, is is what I'm getting at. Their background. Um, So, for example, XXX, this guy put out some dark shit on SoundCloud. Like if you listen to some of his SoundCloud stuff, you can tell there is something going on that is not right. Now keep in mind, his goal was not to connect with his audience. His goal was to express himself. And that's what makes it so raw and makes it so powerful. Same thing with Post Malone. I mean, Too Young and White Iverson got, you know, 1 million plays in over a month. I mean, you, you really think that Post really had, you know, all the stuff that he said in his lyrics, like he had money to throw, he had, you know, glamorous cars and girls. No, he didn't. Yeah. 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 But it's what he wanted. That's what makes it so raw. And that's also what I have some frustrations in the current music industry about is that people are using what they have to kind of flex on other people and to, and to make it seem like whoever's listening to the song makes it they think that they have that like they Mm -hmm. think they have millions of dollars and you know fancy cars and girls all over like that's but that's not that's not reality that's that's not that's not being true to yourself one and also you know that's that's supporting something that's that's just faulty in my mind And, and that that really kills that kills creativity is following the norm and trying to be like everybody else. So yeah, that's I mean, right, no, I'm gonna get off no my but but yeah. Um, <laughs> with, with that being said, I do feel like SoundCloud does breed, you know, the the most raw music. But that's that's also why people like, I mean, even Juice World was on here. Um, yeah. I, I was going through SoundCloud the other day. I mean, Juice World has some songs on SoundCloud that aren't on Spotify, and they're raw and they're fantastic, and nobody knows about them. Nobody, because they don't bother to look. They just stick to the mainstream stuff, and that's okay. That's what, that's what makes it good. That's what makes that stuff like unique. Like I, yeah. I'm totally, yeah, believe me, I'm totally. I love SoundCloud. Like I, um, there's a few little Uzi songs that aren't aren't on Spotify or Apple um, mm-hmm. that I love. I I go to that just as much as I do his other stuff because I think there's something about it. The fact that we're, it's not, it's pretty raw and, and kind of crummy production to a degree. Um, it is like five, six years old. Um, That's but I like it. it. It's because That's it's like, I, you know, it's old Uzi and I like old Uzi a lot. And um, so, yeah, I, I think what you were trying to say and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm going to put words in your mouth. Like, um, the rawness and the honesty in music is obviously a thing that people hopefully appreciate and like look for. 
um, no judgments. It's, that's not something that you look for. Like, um, it, but it blows my mind when people say like they don't listen to like lyrics and music like that. Just I don't understand yeah. that okay. to a degree. Um, take, so, take a minute. Take a minute. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mumble rappers do not belong <laughs> in the music industry. Let's just let's just get that. It's clear ridiculous. Right yeah, a hundred percent. Okay. So what, what, speaking of mumble rappers, what do you think of? Um, I guess it's a new sound. Playboy Cardi's like whiny baby voice. Trash. Out the window. Yeah, I think it sucks. I no. loved old Cardi too, and I out of my house. I no. was such a fan of his older stuff. Well, not, I mean, not necessarily like the album Dilit. It was kind of underwhelming, but like, yeah, I always thought Cardi was pretty good and had like a lot of potential to be like huge, in my opinion at least. Because like Magnolia and, and Woke Up Like This was those were pretty yeah, big yeah. songs out of yeah. nowhere. And was he a SoundCloud guy? I assume he was, right? I believe he was. Yes, he is. Yeah, he came okay. up. Okay, yeah, see, there you go. So, like, I was like, oh, shit, this guy is awesome. I remember, like, freshman year of college being like, this guy is good. And then, like, yeah. I hear this crap. Like, I heard this feature on uh, Drake's new album. Or was it a new album? Or was it just kind of, like, tapes or whatever? No, the uh, Dark Demo tapes? Oh, there you go. Tapes. <laughs> yes. I, don't, yeah. I guess it's demos. Sure. I, I do think um, I knew- I remember what track you're referring to. Oh, what is it's, it? I think it's like why? Why is the phrase "pain" or something? I don't know. Hold on. I'm pain 1993 right. or something. Yeah, pain 1993. There you go. Um, yeah, but he's like, it was, <laughs> yeah, it's Come on. bad, dude. Write something. Write something. It sucks. My track is better than your track, and that, <laughs> oh. that is not good. <laughs> There you go. No, I'm just kidding. Playboy Cardi, if you hear this, I'm sorry. No, I was, I was. Yeah, he's de- he's definitely listening right now. <laughs> he's gonna come find me. He's gonna get you. He's gonna whine in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> the last sound I hear before I die. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? No, um, no. no. <laughs> But yeah, do you have any specifics of like artists that you because you know we were talking about like this sheer honesty and I don't know. Um I do have I do have some tracks that you know if if viewers or if listeners of this podcast do want to go check out th- these these are fantastic. All, right, all uh, four uh, listeners, let's, let's ears up. Right. Here we go. <laughs> okay. All right. So on SoundCloud, please search these these are fantastic tracks. Um, Juice World, Rich and Blind, um, the five. Hey, why, why? You have to give a wise. We don't just list shit on this show. Why? Oh, come on! You should try. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, man. I'm Rich and Blind. We like music a lot. Rich and Blind is essentially about um, how, and this was put out, I think, 2018. Um, there we go. I like the backstory. Set the stage. Here we go. It, it, it's essentially a message of of how Juice World has gained all this fame and all this fortune, um, and yet he still feels like he's just walking in the dark as to what his path in life is. Okay. Um, that's that's Rich and Blind in a nutshell. But it's a really good song. Really good vibes. Um, super. You can definitely connect to it. Um, okay. You know, I have been, I have been a very big, and not a, pe- a lot of people know this. I am a very big Kendrick Lamar fan. Okay. Uh, that's mostly because of his lyricism. Oh, yeah, so, he's a, he's one of the best ever, like hands down. Yes, yes, he's he's fantastic. 
Um, so Kendrick Lamar, uh, West Side, right on time, fantastic vibe, um, super upbeat. The intro is great. Um, highly suggest you listen to it. It also has Young Jeezy as, as well. Um, he's a little older. Um, let's see. Ageist. Oh, there. Oh, come on now. <laughs> um, straight out of Spartanburg, South Carolina. Oh boy. Daniel Cox showed me this song. Oh, I think you were gonna say Daniel Cox has a rap. I was gonna say like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> it, this song. I listen. Is I listen. So this is. I have to say, this is a little more hood. This is a little more, you know. Okay. Little, little down in there. It's called 187 by PBG, PBGEE SoundCloud with a K. What? Now, now you can you can vibe to this song is great, but but just understand what? this this is this is some some raw stuff from Spartanburg, South Carolina. So I think Spartanburg, South Carolina tells you all you need to know about the rawness of the production. Murderberg. Yeah. Pretty raw. Pretty raw. <laughs> um, let's see. I mean, there's some fantastic uh, remixes I have on here. I mean, there's, um, if you've heard Wildfire, it's a Childish Gambino g Easy remix. It's fantastic. Um, I love I driving this song, actually. It has a really good bass in it. Um, oh. And Jack Fanning, you're gonna love this one. Uh-uh. Uh, so, Young Pinch, "Smoke and Drive," featuring Black Bear. Okay, this song I know, is, I know, I know no, none of those words that you just said, so I have to write this down. <laughs> okay, so the artist is Young Pinch. Why you Pinch? Pinch, "Smoke and Drive" it is to the tune of "Islands in the Sun" by Weezer, <laughs> and they remixed it <laughs> into an R&B song. Okay. And it is fantastic. I um I'm I'm I guess yeah, I mean sure. I, I can get down with that. Um as much as I am like oddly not, but am I guess a fan of Weezer. Like Weezer's weird as shit. And like I'll listen to their music. I don't seek it out. Um a funny story, I did go to a concert of theirs like a year really? and a half ago. Yeah, I went like okay. sort of sophomore year, like the spring. Um, it was like 30 bucks in, uh, in Charlotte and so like an hour oh. drive or whatever, or Columbia, something like that. And, um, I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll go. Like what else I gotta do It was Friday night. I, I had no excuses to not just give it a shot. I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. Dude, Weezer concert people are fucking weird. Like what kind of demographic was, did you see? Everything from pretty much it was i'm 45 years old and weezer was the best thing in my life back in college that's what that it was like, that sounds like third eye blind concert dude yeah it was a lot of dudes with goatee goatees and cargo shorts down to their shins with flip-flops mm-hmm. like you know two big tank tops and this oh, is all just like judging oh. their clothing but i was like oh my god it was a lot of that like dudes in bowler hats like acting like it was fashionable like shit, like I was like, okay, this guy hasn't left his basement in forty years. Mom, and there's a Weezer concert. We gotta go. 
yeah and it was and or some of them like were with their sons and daughters and like their kids were like fucking like yeah and the dad's like this is the best thing since 98 like it was <laughs> dude it was fucking weird and that's awesome even the people there the few that were there that were my age like i was like i would never even want to touch that person like that person is terrifying like and i'm not trying to judge but also i was like what the fuck is this like, so i just so sat there and enjoyed the concert but it was and they're so, weird too like weezer is weird yeah. as shit that's what they draw yeah. in a weird crowd like they're yeah. they're the nerdy people but um also weezer's just it's super unsettling because they're like our parents age like they're in their early 50s and they're still you know, they're still making music and they're they're still making music. Yeah, they're still touring, which is great. You know, milk it all you can. Okay. But they're still making songs about like, oh, girl, you left me when they're all like married for like 30 years. Like they're kind of. They're just reaching. They're just, making ah, the same music. It's like, oh, like, yeah. I'll never have this girl. I'm like, dude, you've been married 25 years. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, right. You'll never have that girl. <laughs> <laughs> for, let's hope you don't. <laughs> yeah, don't. Don't do that. Um, so yeah, okay. all right. I will check out this young young smoke. Was that one? No, no, no. Sorry, young. Uh, who was it? Young pinch. Young pinch. Young, young pinch. There we go. All right. <laughs> Pinching. Okay. About the Weezer concert though, that's the kind of setting that like I kind of dig. Like I'm not gonna lie, it's it's like guilty pleasure. Like I like being around a demographic of people. And now this is not like. Like, I don't want to be around, like, murderers. Like, I don't want to oh, be around like, people. There you go. You heard it here first. Hey, like, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> but this is saying, like, I like being around people who are a little bit little bit different. And, and that can be taken in multitude of ways in okay. a musical setting. And I, I've actually been in that setting a couple times. I went to, so again, with the Third Eye Blind concert. I mean, I've been to. You got to hear about that. Three. My dad is a huge Third Eye Blind fan. I mean, he he listened to them all throughout the '90s, all throughout the, yeah, I think it was just '90s. Um, but I've been to four Third Eye Blind concerts. Holy I, shit! Yeah, and I love Third Eye Blind. They're probably my favorite '90s rock group um, by far. By far, they had the most extensive music. Um, but with that being said, there are some weird people. Yeah. So when I go with my dad. To go see this music group, to go see Third Eye Blind, you know, I just see people rocking out. Like they're yeah. just, they're, just like, they're reliving their glory days. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I love seeing that. I love seeing what makes people happy, just like as far as mu- music goes, like what gets people off, essentially. So, <laughs> lack of a better term. <laughs> um, but seeing seeing stuff like that. I feel has definitely helped me come to appreciate music a lot more because it shows me that, you know, it's not just my dad or me that likes this music. Like it's, it's, you know, that, that weirdo in the corner that's bobbing his head, you know, it's, it's, it's this guy who's like dancing like a maniac on the dance floor. Like he, he loves his music too. And so I guess that's where music comes into such like a big part of my life is that it's universal. And it's almost like a language for me. So yeah. I, I don't know. I, I appreciate that kind of setting in, in, in my case. Um, oh, I mean, I, I didn't mean I maybe came off a little, a little harsh. I, I, it's just more so like I, I wasn't expecting 
that crowd. I, I should have thought oh, yeah. about that and put two yeah. and two together. Like that was just on my part for not expecting it. Mm-hmm. Um, because Weezer is just an older band than what I normally go see. The bands I normally am going to see are like they're a little bit older than us, and so the crowd like, is there for our age. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like so um yeah, it was just like little like, whoa, okay, all right, I guess that's what it is. And I was like, Oh, that makes sense, Weezer. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And, cool. and to be like, fair, like it, you can't there's no way you would be able to know walking into there what was going to happen or like who you were going to see, you know? Cause I mean, yeah. some of these people just come out of the woodwork and that's what, <laughs> that that's how much this music means to them. So, um, I don't know. I, I feel like everybody should kind of have a semi uncomfortable experience like that where they're put in a setting and they just see people, you know, just enjoying themselves, but they are people that they wouldn't necessarily hang out with or, they wouldn't mm-hmm. necessarily even run into on the street, you know? So yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's, that's my personal take. Um, do with it what you will. Um, Love it. But anyway, back on the SoundCloud grind. Okay. <laughs> we got yeah. off on a little tangent there. I got to turn my phone uh, on. So you, you talk to the people. We'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Hey y'all. Um, also, if you want some, kind of deep post Malone um, on Spotify. He has a great album. Um, on Spotify? Uh, I'm sorry, on SoundCloud. On SoundCloud. Um, okay. And it's, I see the picture, I don't see the name, but it's essentially uh, him wearing a white hat with his hand kind of covering his face, but his skin is red and there are flames around him. Um, kind of, yeah, I know, kind of graphic. Um, but the best song I have to say on this album is it's a cover of the instrumental of a Fleetwood Mac song. It's called Hollywood Dreams slash Come Down. It's it's a great song, super super vibey. I mean, this is this is almost classic rock esque for Post Malone. This is very early in his career, um, but highly recommend you listen to it. Hollywood Dreams um, slash Come Down. Is it called August 26th by chance? I believe so. Hold I think, on. I think I found it right here. I don't know if that's Is that just, does that fit your description? Yep, that's it. There it is. All right, August yep, 26th August by 26th. Post Malone. There you go, kids. Yep. Do it. Go find it. You had like an entire album on here. All right, there you yes, go. Yes, it's a album that's not on Spotify, not on Apple Music. It's not that so. big. Like the the biggest one play-wise is 15 mil which mm-hmm. for his sake is not that big yep so if you there want you some if you want some kind of down under tracks that you want to you know play out for your friends and they're like oh my god what is this you can be like oh yeah it's <laughs> just some postman on soundcloud you know <laughs> so. speaking of like finding that deep cut stuff um that is one thing that I, w- I really wish SoundCloud dove more into because it is kind of a it's a breeding ground for like finding new shit. Like that's what it is. Like we've talked about that. We've beat we've been a, beat a dead horse about that all night. Um, yes, we have. But like my God, Spotify kicks ass with their Discover Weekly. Man, I don't see a way in which they find they can find a better way to beat it. 
I know. Like I, I was listening I to my Discover Weekly before the show. I found like four new songs that I was like, oh, this fucking rips. And these bands have like under yeah. 2,000 listens. I was like, oh my God, this is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it's a total carbon copy. Not carbon copy because it's not what they've done. But I'm, I guarantee you, Spotify thought a little bit about like the breeding ground that is SoundCloud and was like, oh fuck, we got to find a way for people to find more music. And I guarantee oh, yeah. you that was it, yeah. SoundCloud was in the back of their head just a little bit because um, finding the new artist is a lot harder without Discover Weekly on Spotify than it mm-hmm. is SoundCloud. I will say, mm-hmm. um, like if I didn't have to discuss, like I mean, I I love Discover Weekly. It's a it's a love hate relationship, but I love it for the most part. I there's some weeks where I'm like, this is garbage. Like, why do they think that I like this? Those other weeks yeah. where I f- I found some of my all time favorite songs on there. Oh, dude, absolutely. And I think that's that's one thing that Spotify does fantastically is they hook you. I mean, mm-hmm. like New Music Friday, Discover Weekly, they're all refreshed every week. I look forward to my Discover Weekly playlist every week. Like I, I cannot wait to hear whatever is in store for me. And, and also in, the, in that way, you know, I don't have to do the work in sifting around, you mm-hmm. know. Like you said about SoundCloud, yeah. Yes. And it kind of makes me sad a little bit <laughs> that I, I've resorted to this kind of behavior. However, shame on you. Yeah, tisk tisk. Um, but I mean, it's it's just something that you know SoundCloud has perpetuated with these major, you know, streaming apps. I mean, with these major streaming companies, it's it's really raising the bar, like you said, and it. it it benefits everyone. That's the thing. It, it benefits all of us. And that's why we need to, you know, support this kind of thing. We need to support more creativity. We need to support more kind of free thought, free music, um, culture. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty much the essence of SoundCloud is, is, you know, starting at the bottom floor, and then just allowing it to be a ladder, just a stairway. Yeah. So, I think, I think one of the the biggest things that it's brought to the table is just the urgency to seek out new music, at least for just big music people in general. Like it was, even if they didn't know it, all of a sudden one day Discover Weekly shows up. You're like, oh, cool! Like I'll use this. But I guarantee you, like. It was like I said, a, a you know, coming from SoundCloud, like Spotify and Apple. I'm not an Apple Music user, but yeah. I'm sure there's something to a degree like that on there. Um, but like, it's almost made me because um, I've had to use SoundCloud so much to find stuff from like rappers, like I said, but also like my some of my favorite uh, musical acts in alternative and alternative rock and whatever you want to call. The yeah, you sent me that artist today, didn't uh, Mags? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's this guy. Um, his name's Elliot Douglas, but he goes by the uh, acronym. If you, it's not necessarily an acronym because it was a whole legality thing, but it goes by Mags with um all like so it's M dot A dot G dot. You get the gist. Um, and he is a like second cousin or nephew. He is somehow blood related to Jimi Hendrix, which is pretty fucking cool. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah. And so you can kind of take that with what you will and um, pretty much put Jimi Hendrix's 
kind of wailing guitars and six solos into the very neat box of what alternative rock is right now. And that's pretty much what his music is. Um, So I found him on Discover Weekly and I was like, holy shit, this guy's awesome. Followed him, followed him on Instagram. Messaged him a few times actually on Instagram. He's not that big, so he's very easy to access actually. Um, And um, yeah, he's really awesome. He's got a few albums out. And so funny enough, this was April, I'd say. He announced a new little mixtape dropping, like three, four songs. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, I'm so excited for this. Sure enough, he's like, you know what? SoundCloud only. And I was like, this son of a bitch. Mm, <laughs> so sure enough, for me. like three, four weeks, I was listening to just straight SoundCloud <laughs> of this mixtape. And I was like, this guy, of course. He's like, ah, I just didn't feel like putting it on Apple and Spotify. And um, yeah, I was just like, damn, like that is the perfect thing to, uh, when we were planning the show, I was like, that's the perfect thing to bring up because. Oh, yeah. I use yeah. I've had to use both platforms to seek him out in a way. And now he's one, he's still to this day one of my favorite acts and um I hopefully can go see him soon. I don't know. Um Yeah. And I, I think that speaks also to his to his uh integrity as an artist. Um mm-hmm. because you know, you put something on SoundCloud, you you're not you're not getting any money from it at all. You know, mm-hmm. you you have it's, it's not like you get dividends from the amount of streams you get. I mean, you it really helps that he knows that and yet he still stuff out, you know, it literally is what he said. He's like, this is not a finished product. That's why I'm not releasing it on Spotify or Apple for a pretty long time. Cause I just don't think it's that great. But if you guys want it, here it is like, yeah, and now it's, it's up raw. on Spotify and Apple because people yeah. loved it. And it's like one of his already, one of the songs is already one of his top five songs. And he's got like 40 yeah. songs or something like that. Like it's good. It's good shit. It's, produced the exact same way all his other stuff is it's just he might not think it's great so yeah i i really appreciated his like sheer just like all right i don't think it's that great but here you go like it, we're in quarantine like take it like right right i like right, that right. a lot and the fact that i had to go back to spot or uh, soundcloud excuse me and and search for it and i was like oh here it is sure enough it was it was it was a nice callback to my earlier roots of having to just strictly use soundcloud for certain artists and i like that for a little bit it was a nice little callback because i used to always have to i remember hating having to shuffle back and forth from soundcloud to spotify but yep it was yep. it was a thing that I, it was worth it for chance and for the older uzi stuff and um i'm sure there's others oh um logic's like old stuff like i was a big logic guy like older oh, logic music on. yes uh like by Bobby Tarantino one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all that stuff. That's not I don't yeah. think it's on Spotify or Apple. Like, love that shit. Like, um yeah. is it I don't know if he has he released it? Because it wasn't as of like a few years ago. I know that for a fact. Yeah, it's yeah, what okay. shows. Like, I still have this great appreciation for these albums because they stick out to me more because it's so specific because exactly. I had to find it. Like and also the okay, so the thing is also with SoundCloud. Is that you can literally click on see more tracks? Yeah, well, I guess he deleted all of them. <laughs> Dang, oh, <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> he just blue balls me so bad. What? Um, hold on, okay, I'm okay hold on. Right I, got, I, got, I got it. So you can just go to top tracks, and you can just scroll all the way down uh-huh. to yeah. I mean, he has. There's a couple of SoundCloud go ones on here, but when you when you search Logic, I mean, you can literally scroll to when his first song was put out yeah like that's, like, dude, that's what i love it's it's chronological 
so you can oh, actually yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the song "Ballin," which is a favorite of uh, the Rumi Will Haltwanger. Shout out Wanger. Pete um, Castro. Oh yes, dude, that song oh, yes. is awesome. <laughs> like Max. it's so good. Um, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll be playing that at the house soon. Yeah, that that was a, that was a that was one of the first songs that um I remember Will and I when we were getting to know each other freshman year, like we were kind of just back and forth on artists. We we knew a few artists that we liked before coming to school, but like we never talked about like rappers that we liked. Yeah. Um, Cause it's not like normally I, both of our speeds that we go to immediately. But when he said like logic, I was like, Oh shit, maybe he knows old logic. And he showed me that song. And I, I didn't know, like I said, I wasn't a big SoundCloud user. So I wasn't fully exploring everything I could find. And when he showed me balling, I was like, Holy shit. Like this guy knows what's up, and also this song is awesome. Like I'll never forget that. Like it was like November freshman year. Um, That's yeah. definitely Hulkwinger's walk-up song. He just hears that. He just probably <laughs> was. Let's be real. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I'll never forget that. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. Do we have any other points from the the big Google Doc that we made? Um, oh yeah, we did make a big Google Doc. Hold on. We did, uh, we did take notes. We did take notes. I don't normally take notes on shows. And this guy all of a sudden's like, here, fucking Google Doc. I was like, all right, here we go. Yeah, I come um, prepared, man. I uh, love it. It's, it's awesome. Let's see. Oh, best ways to start using SoundCloud if you haven't already. Yes. Here we okay. go. Okay. VR SoundCloud uh, Sherpa. Yes, I, I will guide you through your spiritual journey of SoundCloud. Um, so, number one way, search your favorite artist and just scroll to the bottom. Um, now, you're probably, chances are you're probably not going to like some of the songs that they put out, but you, you will like others. Um, or you just find a so, cover, if anything. Yes, exactly. Whatever the worst thing. You can find remixes. Um, another thing is to look for different playlists. Different playlists are very key um if you find a song and you really like it you can always there's always a you know start radio option if you tap the three Mm -hmm. little dots um just like spotify or apple music you can just start a radio you know just give you a list of similar songs it's fantastic um if you know people who are also on soundcloud please go follow them people can repost music like you can retweet on twitter it's really cool um it's that all the time it's one of the things that that actually is so unique and that's that kind of comes into the sharing method of soundcloud um but also soundcloud you know they have their own charts as well so you can definitely look at them for popular tracks as well so just a couple of ways you can you can kind of dive deep and start getting into the soundcloud grind did not know they had charts fun fact there you go yeah well they're, they're they're okay. <laughs> That's why it was the fourth point. <laughs> uh, okay. You didn't save the best for last. That sucks. Yes. But it's all right. Yes. Um, I don't know. Do they have anything else we want to talk about? I, I, I mean, there's other stuff that like tangents that I can go on. It's just like, I don't know. I, I, I think the whole theme with this is like, I'm as I'm learning that you are, I think like I'm a sucker for like the, um, just the totally unknown artist and the, like finding that song that I'm like, this is mine. And I feel like the, I'm the only person who's ever heard this. Like that is like my guilty pleasure. Oh, it's just dude. like okay. finding a song where I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. Like this is something that I only, I feel like I know and clearly the, the, the numbers say otherwise, but like, yeah, but also there's something that's like 
really awesome and like in sharing that as well with other people and being like hey i love this you should love it too and then they, when they do love it it's like that's fucking cool like that's what i love about oh. music is like yeah I, I have the big bands that i love and it's my there a lot of them are my favorite bands the bigger bands but having an act like mags that i just mentioned where i can i've shown them to a few people and like like my dad loves mags like he's like oh that that this who's this mags guy i see you keep listening to I'm like, dude i'm like dad just play this whole album and I, sure enough i see him like outside like mowing the lawn he's just fucking head bopping and he's just i'm like mm-hmm. he's like these guys are so good and like that guitar riff yeah oh it's yeah. it's so awesome yeah. and so um and also it's a really cool thing for me is I, I always remember um when i do find that big act uh, i have a very good memory when it comes to memory uh having a good memory with um in relations to music so whenever i find a good song um that date or at least what i did in that day is like penciled into my brain like so um the day i found mags was the last day of um back in the fall um of exam week i was it was the day i was going home wow the day before my the day of my last test on that test fun fact I had the whole song, his first song. It was um, My Love by him. And I had it stuck in my head the entire exam. And the whole ride back, car ride back home, four or five hours, just going through all 30, 40 songs. Like, oh, it's so good. This is so good. Like just going nuts over it. Yes. And just yes. track by track by track. I'll never forget that day and going home and just listening to him all the time that night as well. So like that's one thing I, I love is like I – when I do find these new bands ever since kind of Spotify's gotten better at sharing and making it easier to find new artists is like, I've been able to just like have this like quick memory of the day I found or like the exact moment in which I found this like certain band. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how I like, me- like memorize things is like just through new music, which is strange and kind of yeah. pointless sometimes, but also it's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, I get that. And I feel like we all have that one artist that just speaks to us more than than any other artist does. Oh, yeah. Um mine so mine is Skizzy Mars. I knew you that. may have heard of him. Um yeah, I, I think I'm you, about of him. course. Yes, yes. <laughs> Skizzy Mars is is one of my no favorite shame. artists. Um and I first found out that he was on SoundCloud, you know, and there you go. That's really, back everything. Yes, exactly. Um so um Skizzy Morris was like that. I remember the first day I heard, um, oh God, it was off his Red Balloon project. I think I listened to his whole Red Balloon project. It was one day in eighth grade. And wow, that's so long. Holy shit. I, yes. And, and like he, I remember this day vividly. I mean, I'd, I got on the bus, and what I would do is I would go through SoundCloud and I would you could queue up songs back then. Like that was a feature and it would pre-download all of them. And I had a little iPod. So like I didn't have service at all. So I would pre-download them before I got on the bus and I was like, Oh, like who's this guy? And I downloaded his whole red balloon project. And that bus ride was immaculate. (laughs) It was the best bus ride I've ever had. Um, so no, I totally get where you're coming from. Um, I think, Especially with SoundCloud having such raw material, you can connect with it that much easier as well. And there's no facade. There's no kind of 
uh, I guess, barrier in between you and the artist um, when it's that raw. So, no, for sure. I, I totally get what you're talking about. Um, but just a little bit, a little bit about me. Wow, eighth grade. Shit. Eighth grade, dude. Yes. Yes. Skizzy Morris has been a f- huge impact in my life. Uh, there you go. And if if y'all haven't checked him out, please go listen to his tracks. It's great. Plug your boy. Yeah, there you go. Plug your boy. But uh, yeah, man, this has been fun. I've enjoyed this yeah, a lot. Hey, I really appreciate you having me on, man. I, uh, yeah, dude, I've, I've been waiting on it. I've been on the guest list for a while now. I know. I know. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. a I, – I was – I honestly – so, you know, just being completely honest, I wanted to make sure the show had, like, some nice roots before I really – I dove into the – to the yeah. guests that I knew wanted to like give a shit. Not yeah, I'm not I'm not adding anyone former guests, but yes. due diligence, I, just, I understand. I um yeah, man, I don't know. The legitimacy of the show, like it matters to me. I wanted to make sure I, I knew what I was doing before I, I had people on. And um but yeah, I appreciate you coming on the show. It's been long overdue. Oh, for sure, um, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it thanks is for coming on. Um, and, uh, we'll get you back on soon, maybe before we go back to school. Hopefully when we go back to school, but also I'm sure you'll be on during the uh, the school year as well. And um, yeah, yeah. And with with that being said, you know, if if any of the listeners want to contact you or me um, about any any kind of you know music related topic, I'm sure that we would be both you know very happy to talk yeah, about it. Of course, uh, of very course. open. So, uh, well, um, maybe we'll get you back on an, another show with someone else, and we'll talk more music. But um, get me on with Trumpio, please. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll make it happen. You heard it here first. You guys can hold me to it. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for uh for listening to Life's a Podcast. Matt, thank you for coming on the show, brother. And um yeah, we'll see you guys soon. All righty.